You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 97. Now, in today's episode, I'm so excited to introduce you to one of my favorite people in the blogging community. She's become a very good friend of mine, and her name is Lisa Danielson. You may know her as Veggie Lisa, and I'm so excited for you to listen in on our very carefree conversation and hear a little bit more about how we met and what she's all about. Take a listen. I hope you enjoy. Well, hello there. I'm so excited to present one of my best friends in this blogging industry and world, my good friend, Veggie Lisa. Her real name is actually Lisa Danielson, but I'm pretty sure for the five years I've known you, I've only called you Veggie Lisa. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm really excited. We're actually, yeah, I think it's kind of funny. We met at a blogging event on, was it, it was a New Year's Eve party, but it wasn't on New Year's Eve. Was it in December? I think it was the day before New Year's okay. Eve. It was the day before New Year's Eve. You were wearing like this gorgeous gold sequins jacket. Um, and we just really hit it off. And we were talking, I feel like even though I didn't know you, I met you, like we pretty much spent the whole evening like hanging out and like networking. And I, I want to say we even collaborated on something like that night. Is that true? Um, I think we did. I think we made plans. I was going to come over to your house and we were going to do some healthy recipes. Yes. So yeah, I think that night we instantly hit it off. And I remember you telling me, I knew that we could be friends when I saw you put a cookie on your plate. Do you remember saying that? <laughs> no, that's so funny. Cause so the thing with veggie Lisa, as her name sounds, she is a vegetarian. And how long has it been since you've been a vegetarian? 32 years. That's amazing. So 32 year vegetarian. Um, and anyway, it's been super fun. So why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and start with your backstory and kind of how you became this super amazing vegetarian online personality. Oh, well, you're really sweet. <laughs> um, so I grew up in the South where everything was meat and potatoes and meat and potatoes. And my mom, my mom is like Paula Deen's sister, you know, her soul sister where everything is made with butter and sugar and love and butter and sugar and love. So, um, when I was about eight years old, my mom, she's an excellent cook, and she was just in the kitchen, and she was getting ready for dinner, and she was making ground beef. And you know that sizzle that ground beef makes mm -hmm. right when you put it in the pan? And I just happened to be walking through the kitchen, and I said to my mom, Mom, what is that? And she said, well, it's meat. And I said, I know, but what is it? I was really curious. I wanted to know exactly what it is, what it was. And she said, well, it's, it's cow. And for some reason in my little eight-year-old mind, I just, it just obviously blew my mind. Nope. And I was like, this is so strange. And a couple days later, we were driving home from dance and we went through the Wendy's drive-thru, which wasn't super unusual because, you know, always busy with after-school activities. And when we went through the drive-thru at Wendy's, I ordered a cheeseburger. And as we were pulling out of the Wendy's drive-thru, I unwrapped my cheeseburger and I took a big, huge bite of that cheeseburger and I bit into something super hard. What? Like it was, was, it, a, was it a finger? Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <that's terrible. laughs> oh, now Dang. that would be a story, right? That would be a story. You remember that, right? For those oh, of you yeah. that don't remember, there was like some lady that had chilies. Um, what was yeah, it? She, Wendy's chili. And then she's like, there's a finger in this. Okay. That's what we're referencing. Sorry. Sorry. She's probably a millionaire. I don't oh, know. She, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then okay, did but... we find out that like somebody she's related to was missing a finger? Yeah, like it was totally planted. <laughs> so yeah. So all the props to Wendy's. Wendy's is still like an upstanding right. establishment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry to derail your story. No, you're fine. So um, I pulled it out and it was a piece of gristle, right? Which is just part of sometimes eating meat, you get gristle. And from something happened from that moment on, something clicked and I never ate meat again. You were just done. I was done. And so my mom, like any good mother, kept putting meat on my plate. She thought it was just a phase. I have three little girls. I know what phases look like. I probably would have done the same thing. And then about after a year, she just thought, okay, I guess she really isn't eating meat. So um, I went through my teenage years not eating any meat, but I was a carboholic. So I ate tons of rice, mm -hmm. tons of pasta, tons of just starchy, starchy, empty calories. But I was super active. Um, I was a dancer, a cheerleader. Um, so from sunup to sundown, I was gone. I was busy. So I never really had a weight problem. And then I came to BYU and I got a Dining Plus card. <laughs> And so for those of you that don't know what Dining Plus is, it's basically a meal card where you get a certain amount to spend each day on food. And back then, um, the, food, the money would roll over. I don't think it does anymore, but it would roll over. So if you didn't spend your full amount day one, it would roll over to day two, day three. So I would always accumulate tons and tons of money on my Dining Plus. So I would just go hog wild. I mean, I'd start out the day getting an apple juice from the vending machine, and then I'd head to breakfast and get a bunch of pancakes. And then I'd go to Jamba Juice on my way to class and get a big Jamba Juice. Oh my and gosh. I know, girl. I was loving, loving it. You're like, this is the life. It is the life. <laughs> and eight weeks into my college experience, I gained 40 pounds. No way. Yes. How did I not know this about you? I know. I was just, it was me and the, plus the vending machines, plus Jamba Juice, plus you name it. I just was loving. Were you, were you not dancing then? I was dancing too. Okay. So it just was. But not a ton, not okay. a ton. Um, and so anyways, my clothes kept getting tighter, but I wasn't super self-aware um, at this point in my life. I was only 18 right out of high school. And so I just kind of bought bigger clothes and moved on with life. And I'm not a very big person. I'm like five, four and I have pretty, like a pretty small frame. So 40 pounds was a lot on me. Um, and then I met my husband and we got married. And for some reason I thought that I needed this to eat the same amount of food that he did. And <laughs> he's like six, four to 70. So he's a big dude. He's a big dude. And for some reason I thought our plates when I cooked our meals should look the same. So then I put on some more weight and um, ended up getting pregnant with my first child. And by the time I went to deliver him, um, I was well over 200 pounds. And I thought the minute you got home from the hospital, all the baby weight would just fly off because that's how it was supposed to be. Um, and I had been eating for two. And so it was, I had gained, you know, close to 80 pounds. Anyways, it didn't fall off and it was really hard to lose the weight. And that's kind of the moment in time where I realized that if I want, I didn't, first of all, I didn't feel good. Um, I was tired all the time. I was winded. Exercise makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. um, I've struggled with depression in the past and it was something that always would help me get out of that. 
Um, and so I started adding exercise back into my life and really wanting to know how, as a vegetarian, I was supposed to eat to make sure that my body could work optimally. Um, and so I did Weight Watchers. Oh, really? That was like back in the... I didn't know this either. I'm like, yeah, oh, I was okay. back in the day of Weight Watchers where they go in and weigh you and you do the points, like you track your food and yeah, the points. Okay. Exactly points. <laughs> and you know, I lost about 30 pounds, which was great. But then one day I went and stepped on the scale and the lady, I hadn't had a change in like two weeks and the lady kind of got after me and she was just like, you know, you really got to put forth the effort. Like it was demeaning. I really felt like, Oh, I just felt so gross. I didn't want to go back. Like she just really made me feel bad about myself. And so anyways, um, I ended up getting pregnant three more times and having pretty normal pregnancies, only gaining about 30 to 40 pounds each pregnancy. And then when I had my last baby in 2013, I really got serious about nutrition and I hired an online coach and I went through a year long program with him where I lost um, 40 pounds, got back to my goal weight of where I felt really, really good. And um, then I went and got all my certifications um, where I became a fitness nutrition specialist, a certified personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, a high fitness instructor. Um, and so that's just where I began to get all my knowledge and experience for um, becoming a nutritionist. So. I love that. You know, it's funny is I met you in 2014. So probably at like the beginning peak of like where this career really started for you. So I've only ever known you as like my discipline, very fit, like she's my goal, goal, oh, friend, right? Which is good because I've, I've said this before. I like to surround myself with people who are more talented than I am in certain areas. And so that's a huge compliment to you because um, you have a lot of skills that I really aspire to have. And it's so crazy to think like, I know that you've lost weight from pregnancies and stuff, but I had no idea that um, you had a coach and that you were 200 pounds. Like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's so crazy. And it's so easy to look at somebody because you've gone on to do fitness competitions and all these really cool accolades. And it's easy to just look at somebody from the outside and be like, well, they're so lucky. They don't know what it's like, you know? Right. And they've never, they've never had to feel bad about themselves in a baby yeah. the with all their skinny friends. Yeah, I've you been there. I've been there. But you forget that like, even if you are thin your whole life, like you're going to have a different set of challenges. So right. um, it's so interesting when we open up and share our stories that we're like, Oh, I had no idea. Um, yeah. And I think it's really cool because you currently have a fitness coaching program as well. And so you've really been on both sides. It kind of reminds me of Drew Manning from fat to fit to fat. Yeah. Um, not that you were intentionally gaining weight, but right. really cool. Cause he has said like, Oh, I was fit my whole life. And then going backwards, like I understood what it was like and, and how cool to have, you know, both perspectives. So what are you up to these days? You're always doing fun things. What are, what's going on in your world right now? Oh man. Well, <laughs> I feel like it never slows down, right? <laughs> um, so I have my online coaching program. So I, um, everything is online and I build meal plans for people. I also build custom workouts. Um, we have check-ins every week. I, pretty, I talk to all my clients probably every few days. I'm a very involved coach. Um, and not everybody is the right fit for me. I do try to um, ask a series of questions to make sure to see how, what their life is like. I, people always come to me like, Oh, I'm so stressed out. And then, and I definitely won't take them when they say that, because the last thing you want to do when you're having crazy things going on in your life is adding more stress to it oh, and accepting true. yourself 
to do it. Mm-hmm. That is That's like so the true. hardest part. Yeah. So I've had clients that have been like going through divorces or going through really hard things. I mean, I always say, wait until you feel stable, wait until you feel like this is the right time for you. And then I'm happy to help you. Um, I also um, am in the middle of my second cookbook. Uh, I know this yeah. is so awesome. So Lisa, Veggie Lisa is a published author, everybody. Yeah. Right. Yes. I think it's so, so awesome. Um, yeah. And I actually wanted, I know people are thinking this at home. So I just want to kind of dispel, like, even though she is a vegetarian, you absolutely do not only take on vegetarian clients, right? right. So right, you right, right. Build custom meal plan for any diet, any yeah. style. And I have to say at her birthday party, um, her husband and I threw this awesome birthday party for her. And, and on the side, we did this video of like, what's your favorite thing about Lisa? And your daughter's like, my favorite thing is my mom makes me bacon. And I just laughed so hard when I saw that. So it's like, yeah, she really isn't like forcing it on anyone. It's like your thing. And I love that you, um, that you're just open-minded. Sometimes people make a decision and then it's like their mission to force it on everyone else. And it's not like that at all. Um, but if you want to know how to make vegetables taste amazing, (laughs) you definitely have the talent for that. And, um, we've done a few recipes together. I think when we first met, we did a lot of, um, you know, vegetarian and clean eating things that you've done. Um, Heidi and Chris Powell, like she's done a ton of work for them. And so she's definitely somebody that you would want to look to if you're looking to add more vegetables for your diet or your kids' diets, just as a fun thing. Cause it, every time we would do those photo shoots, my husband was like, did, did Lisa come? What does she make? <laughs> He's like downing it, loving it. Right. And so, and that's what, that's the thing that I love too, about people is having an open mind towards vegetables. So I do, I just did a, um, speaking engagement on Friday for America's first credit union, where I talked to all their employees about health. And so what I tell people about vegetables is, um, that to only really buy and cook the ones that they like, because so many people try like, okay, I'm going to like vegetables. And so they try to force feed the vegetables, but really it's like, I don't like mushrooms. I don't like eggplants. So there's no way I'm ever going to prepare those in a way that I'm going to like them. So I don't even waste the money on them. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing I tell people too, is just, um, keep an open mind, but also know what you like to eat and don't buy the (laughs) vegetables that you know that you won't eat. And so if your kids only like carrots with ranch, then feed them carrots with ranch. You know, it's definitely better than a bag of Cheetos. Um, and also I think it's always buy in season cause it's going to always be really, really affordable. Um, and try different ways of cooking them out. Maybe you like green beans boiled. Maybe you like green beans in the air fryer. Maybe you like green beans baked in the oven with some Parmesan cheese and some olive oil. I mean, it's all about experimentation and finding what works for you. Um, and not having to always feel like, gosh, you know, I didn't get my vegetables in today, or I haven't had a vegetable for a week. One of my favorite stories is I was taking my son and his friend, they were about 14 at the time, through Del Taco. And I said, okay, what would you like to eat? And my son's friend said, oh, I'm good. I I don't want anything. And I said, you don't want anything? He said, no, I don't like vegetables. And I said, (laughs) you don't like vegetables? Don't you want a taco? And he said, I don't eat lettuce. That's how much he hated vegetables is he wouldn't even eat a taco. So I think that one thing is, is as a mom of young children, you really want to be able to introduce them to all sorts of things, the younger, the better. Um, But even kind of going out of the box and trying, introducing them to couscous and curry and Mediterranean food and all these different flavors so that they have a really wide palate 
when they turn six and seven and they're not afraid to try new things. Right. And I've seen that with little kids so much. They're like, Oh, it's green. I don't eat green. I'm like, what? Um, I, I love that so much. I went to culinary school and one of the first things that really stuck in my mind was the chef saying the reason people like, don't like vegetables is because they've never had them seasoned or cooked properly. And thumbs up like your style of cooking, uh, vegetables to a T because I feel like every time you made stuff and it wasn't like, there were things I didn't like. What was, it wasn't even that you made. What was that like meat substitute? This oh, they can. Mm-hmm. Satan. Satan. Perfect. Satan. <laughs> like the grossest and you didn't make it like you bought it. It's like a meat substitute. Ugh. Like I'm not a fan of that. Right. I'm never going to buy that. But all of the vegetables you cooked, um, all of the way that you season and the fun flavors, definitely make sure you check out her website because it's full of recipes. And if you just want like an easy one, where is your cookbook available? So it'll be available come December 9th. So it's still a couple months away, but it'll be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, but it's a meal prep cookbook. So um, you don't even have to be a vegetarian either to buy it. A lot of times um, the dishes, the cookbooks that I write are great for side dishes. So say you're not a plant-based eater. um, Those are great for side dishes. Another thing I want to mention too is that a lot of women are pretty much vegetarians and they don't realize it. So they'll say to me like, I like, I like chicken, but only like once a day. Well, that's not enough protein to build muscle. That's not enough protein to lose weight. That's not enough protein to meet your goals. So women definitely want to, um, find other sources that, that are not meat to add into their diets to get enough protein. That's the one, that's my biggest thing with women. What are your three favorite sources of getting protein? Liquid egg whites. Liquid egg whites. Okay. And then is it that you cook them up or do you put them into smoothies or how do you do it? If you buy them pasteurized in the cartons, you can do both. Okay. So putting them in a veggie scramble using frozen veggies that you buy at Walmart. Walmart has the most awesome blends of frozen veggies. And you've got a five-minute veggie scramble. Top it with salsa or avocado, and you're good to go. Um, My second one is plain non-fat Greek yogurt. Um, So that's always at awesome to add in. There's 26 grams of protein for every cup of Greek yogurt. Um, And I buy the non-fat because I like to add things like peanut butter, um, that are a little, that are definitely a fat. Um, I just think that's, that tastes better to me. I yeah. love better. And then my third one is edamame. Really? The, oh yeah. What's the, the protein on that? The protein count? Um, so it's equal to carbs. So okay. it's got, for every carb, it's got a gram of protein. So it's like 12 and 12 grams of protein to 12 grams of carbs, which is awesome. So it's great to add into salads or it's great just to have on its own. I mean, edamame for plant-based eaters is like the food of the gods. I love that. So I have a funny, well, it's not my story, but um, Nick just shared it. He served a mission in Taiwan. So he did like a church-based mission and edamame is a huge thing that they eat there. And he said the first time he ate it, he just like put the whole pot in his mouth and like, shoot it out. (laughs) And they were just like watching. (laughs) They're like, oh, are you going to spit that out? No. For those of you that aren't familiar with it, if you've never had edamame, it comes in a pot and you pop the beans out of the pot. Don't eat the pot. (laughs) But you know, it's just extra fiber, Nick. It's just extra fiber. It's fine. He's good. It's all good. Oh my gosh, you're the best. Well, thank you for joining me on this and talking about um, strategies and ways to eat healthier and to introduce vegetables into your diet and your kids. Um, Where can people find you and follow you and become um, your fan? You should, because she's amazing. Oh, you're so nice. Um, So my Instagram is veggie underscore Lisa. I have a blog with tons and tons of free recipes. Um, it's just veggielisa.com and you can just go on under recipes, 
there's probably 200 recipes there you can just print out try them out see what you like soups and salads are always an easy way to start if you want to move towards vegetarian way of eating yes and we're in soup season so that's fun i'm like this is a yes. good time well nice. thank you for joining me i adore you and it's it's always a pleasure to collaborate with you and work with you in any aspect and yeah thank you Thank you so much for having me on. I love your podcast. I listen to it every day. So <laughs> that's so nice. It's like my ramblings. I'm like, I'm going to figure it out one day, but thank you. Oh, for being here. I love it. And um, we'll have to do this again. And uh, are you speaking at Pinners, by the way? Yes, I'll be speaking okay. at Pinners on Friday. Um, so come see me then. And I'm talking all about hormone health. I just turned 40 Ooh. last week and um, hormones and women and how to balance your hormones naturally because there is a way to do it. I love that so much. Okay. So she'll be at Pinners on Friday. I will actually be at Pinners on Saturday. So I'll have to make sure to come and watch you. And, and if you're interested in meeting Vigilisa, getting her autograph, having her sign yeah. like arm or something, shake yeah. her and never wash it again. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for being here. We'll catch you guys yeah. next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye.